You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 227. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my co-host, Rigel. Rigel. What is happening, man? How's your week been so far? Uh, my week's been pretty great, actually. It's been um, it's been very busy, uh, yeah. but, you know, it's... Uh, it's been going along really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. Just yeah, I'm just having a good old time. I, you know what? I got an important update though, and I'm okay. sure okay. many, many Americans across the uh, the world yeah. can um, uh, can sympathize with me, and probably are experiencing a similar situation mm-hmm. as I am experiencing right now. Okay. The other day, uh, my fiance went to log in into our Netflix account, which is not actually our Netflix account, but uh, it's from my family's Netflix account that we've always just had the uh, the password for uh, that we've been using. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you know it, we're locked out of it. Oh, no. It happened. It has officially happened. The uh, the Netflix debacle is uh, currently afoot. Uh, like she got a screen that said, "We need to make sure then confirm that this is uh, actually y'all's primary location." And wow. Like, um, okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's great. That's yeah. wonderful. So uh, we don't have the Netflix right now, and I don't want my family to pay like an extra eight dollars a month, right? On top of whatever twenty dollars a month that already costs for Netflix, which is just. It's just egregious. Yeah. It's just egregious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, like, that's... it's so stupid. Man, I guess the so the threats have uh, have come to fruition, man. They yep. they weren't playing. They, they weren't BSing. They were not. No. <laughs> At all. My gosh, man. Nah, that sucks, yo. And you know what? And I think I've been saying this uh at least outside the podcast, but I'm sure I probably said on the podcast that yeah, man, I think I may have to go ahead and uh buckle and uh, you know, bow to uh, <laughs> actually having to pay for uh for Max, mm. it's, I think it's that time, man. Because, ah, yeah, man, my godson wanted to watch uh, like how was it, Gumball? And oh uh, yeah, yeah, World of Gumball. Yeah, love wanted, that show. Wanted to watch Gumball, and uh, we were uh, using a friend's account, and this was before the actual merge happened. So I'm wondering if Max is doing something similar where it's like, okay, on HBO Max, we were a part of a, you know, a couple of profiles from a friend of ours. And now it's just like, nope, like, uh, please sign in or, you know, sign up. I I actually can confirm because with the Max switch, because we um, we have Max from a friend that we share a profile with them. Mm. Uh, And so 
uh, we, with that update, I, I was asking Alicia, like, so is our profile completely gone now? Like, do we need to like re-log in? And she's like, no, I just needed the, uh, to get the password again from our friend. And then oh. after that happened, okay. all of our okay. stuff was still there. It yeah. was still, it's oh, okay. just Max okay. now. It's just Max now. Okay. All right. I was wondering about that. Cause I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I kind of just, I'd rather just, you know, just to, for me to sleep at night. Like, no, I'm like, you know what, man, let me just, let me just do it. You know, pay yeah. for the year and just get it out the way. Rip the Band-Aid off. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's going to hurt. W- <laughs> but damn it. But, you know, hey, got to do what you got to do now. Mm-hmm. This, hey, I don't like this, man. See, ah, these these mm, these platforms, man, they, they're now I think they're finally starting to get to because we were, the, you know, the people, the consumers, us, you know, the regulars. Right? right. We can find loopholes. We know how to get in and, you know. Yeah, like, oh, you can't do this without this. Like, okay, all we need is a friend of ours, family member, and we can get what we need to get. But now it's just like, dang it, man. They're really, they're really making it super tough for us to watch our favorite content without having yep. to pay. Money hungry scumbags. That, that really is what they. That really is what they are. It's just, yeah. It's it's all all about that. <laughs> That's right, man. That evil Ted DiBiase laugh, man. And you're right. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about that money. And uh, but yeah, you know, it's uh, it's something that we just gotta you know work through, I guess. But hey, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to buckle down, man. But all right, well, I've been kind of, I've been trying my best to delay the breaking news, yeah, because you know we have some uh, unfortunate passings of some icons, some legends, and uh, we got to get to it. So, you ready? Let's do it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into breaking news headlines. All right, guys, breaking news headlines. And yes, unfortunately, I'm sure, you know, most of you all know um, that we lost two great entertainers. Uh, one, an amazing actor, like the range is endless um the amount of things that he's been in and another a music icon of icons that we lost and of course i'm talking about the late ray stevenson and the iconic queen of rock and roll herself tina turner so it's simply the best mm. better than all the rest talking about every shit's creek fan is crying right yes now. So, uh, but man that really that yeah. really really sucks especially like ray stevenson was already a uh, a pretty hard blow uh especially with like literally everything everything that he's been in and is about to be in because he's he's about to premiere as like one of the the sith slash dark jedi and the uh the ahsoka team yeah man um but then to, <laughs> to lose Tina Turner like like a day or so after that happened, yeah. like, uh Nah, yeah, man, that is such a tough blow. And it's like, <sighs> I mean, we're where are we at? We're in month five, almost month six now of the uh, of the new year, and it just feels like, man, we're just losing so many people. Twenty twenty two, I felt like was one of the worst. But it's like, dang it, man, you know, and the thing is, too, ironically, I was just watching a YouTube video speaking of like Ray Stevenson. I was watching a YouTube video of the other two Punishers because, of uh, course, he was yes. he was in uh, Punisher, Punisher War, War Zone, Zone, which is an underrated film, like straight up Punisher style. I mean, that might be the like best like, well, I mean, my, my guy who's uh, 
I'm, I can't believe I'm blanking out on my man. Who's the Punisher now? Yes, the, uh, the MCU Punisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I was watching a YouTube video about them discussing this film, like literally over the weekend. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about Punisher Wars because I went to the theater to see it. It was me and two other people in the theater. Wow. When it came out, I swear you not, man. I was in there and I'm like, all right, cool, man. It's Punisher. I'm like, because I, I was always the biggest Thomas Jane Punisher fan. I, I just loved his look as the Punisher. But I'm like, I'll give give Ray Stevenson a shot, man. Let's see what's happening, you know. And and man, that movie was awesome. But I just remember it being like, oh, is this where everybody else at? Like, yeah. Oh my god, it was <laughs> three always, people. That's always the best, though. When it you was. go into an empty movie theater, yeah, like there's yeah, only yeah. like one other person in there. Yeah, like, that's a that's a good time. No, it was it was a great time. I was able to just like kick back and really get into it even more. But uh, but yeah, but obviously, you know, more than you know him being in the Punisher War Zone, of course. I mean, like he was in HBO, BBC's Rome. Uh, of course, you brought up Ahsoka. Uh, I mean, there's so many things that. Uh, that we can go into the book of Eli. Mm -hmm. He was also in the, uh, the rebels and I think the clone wars, uh, Star yeah. Wars TV show as well. Yep. And of course, uh, he was in the, uh, the Thor movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I was just about to bring that up, man. And, uh, yeah, man, I was sad to say, and I, I still haven't seen any updates as far as how he passed. Um, but at 58, I mean, I'm saying this. I mean, I feel bad even saying this because it's none of our business. I'm like, so, you know, shame on me. I, you know, but it's just like, man, at 58, that's so young. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he had so much else to do. Like you were saying, Ahsoka, he's in this. And I'm like, man, oh, man, yo. So that really hit. And then obviously Tina Turner, it's like, my gosh, man. Like my thing is, you know, I have obviously like, you know, your parents, aunts, uncles my aunts were like big tina turner fans so they would play her vinyl records that's right follow my young Ooh. ones out there vinyl records of tina turner and uh ever since i was a kid man i just remember hearing like her voice was like part of my childhood because i would always hear it in the background maybe at barbecues cleaning up the house tina turner was somewhere in the playlist and you know seeing that i'm like oh and she was 83 and apparently she passed away at her home in Switzerland. Yes. That's yeah. the thing that baffled me is that like, I honestly did not know how old uh, Tina Turner actually was. Mm -hmm. And when I found out, like when I saw the age 1939 yeah. on the date of birth, I was like, Don Qua? Huh? <laughs> what? She was like, she was in her forties when her career really took off in the, uh, yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. And yeah, just like, just such a incredible life that she, she lived mm -hmm. um getting out the 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 horrible relationship with her her first husband yeah uh like going into that like breakout solo career mm -hmm. taking the world by storm yeah I, i've been listening to a bunch of tina turner albums mm -hmm. uh and it's like all of her songs are bops even like the the obviously the big hits yeah uh, like what's love got to do with it yeah like it's like yeah no obviously you know them but like even the the like I'll, it's like I'll be the thunder, mm. you'll be the lightning, like that. It's like right, right. She, gosh, she's just yeah. she's such a incredible voice, such an incredible talent. Um, and you know what? And it's funny when you say that. It's kind of like man, she was just ahead. Like she, yes. you know, it's, it's like you know how there's a lot of uh, women empowerment now, 
uh, more than ever from what I've seen. And like she was like in the forefront, like this was like you yeah. were saying, man, she's been doing this. This is like this ain't nothing new to her. Now, again, for all of the young folks out there and, you know, like we always say, whenever someone passes, please go do your research. IMDb, listen to the, the records, the albums and um, watch Mad Max Thunderdome. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Mad Max Thunderdome. I- forgot about that one i forgot about that one and yeah man i mean the fact that tina Turner, without tina turner there would be no beyonce ladies and gentlemen like she is she is the blueprint the blueprint the standard like when you see her elegance you see you know how classy she was but how fierce she was it's kind of like yeah you know i went through so much hard times but you saw how i came out and like now I'm just like, I'm doing it all. Like I remember I saw a clip cause obviously with the Tina Turner news, everyone's showing like clips of her doing amazing things on stage. And she literally like, she was on one clip I saw, she was on a, like a crane and she hopped on a crane running with heels on. I'm like, like Damn. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She's up running this crane. That's scary because she's overseeing thousands of people at her concert and she's just running with heels on. I'm like, my God, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, this is this the queen of rock and roll, man. Like, you know, she she had that title for ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know people are like, wait, Queen of Rock and Roll? Yes. Yeah. Tina. F and Turner, man, put respect on her name. And that's what we're doing. That's what we encourage all of our listeners to do to, uh, you know, put that respect, put that uh, just that love, that remembrance, because there's so much, man. Like, I mean, her catalog is endless, endless. And, you know, one thing that a lot of people go to, because I know a lot of young people like, oh, okay, like, well, at least in my age range, people think of, you know, the movie. Uh, <laughs> you know the movie I'm talking about, man, where my girl Angela Bassett, what's love got to do yep. with it, where she should have won a doggone Oscar, man. I, you know, yep. she should have won an Oscar, but I'll I leave that alone. But uh, but yeah, Angela Bassett, uh, people were wondering what she had to say when uh, when the news came out with her. And uh, I believe I have her quote right here. In a statement from her spokesperson, she said that it's impossible to say goodbye to someone who was an impactful as as she was. How do we say farewell to a woman who owned her pain and trauma and used it as a means to help change the world through her courage in telling her story, her commitment to stay the course in her life, no matter the sacrifice and her determination to carve out a space in rock and roll for herself and for others who look like her. Tina Turner showed others who lived in fear what a beautiful future filled with love, compassion, and freedom should look like. And um, and she also said that her final words to Angela Bassett for her was, you never mimic me. Instead, you reached deep into your soul and found your inner Tina and showed her to the world. And she said, I shall hold these words close to my heart for the rest of my days. So, mm. you know, I mean... Tina Turner, man. I'm just saying the tribute's going to continue nonstop. And of course, for race, you know, Ray Stevenson, man, it's like, man, yo, I just like, man, he has so much more to give, but he's given so much, you know, because, you know, life just goes by so fast, it man. It does. Yeah. You take, take time, slow down every once in a while, folks. It's, 100%. Uh, it's important. 
Yeah, yeah. And those wise words, because I sometimes have to like remind myself, hey, you got to relax. You know what I'm saying? I know, uh, shout out to CEO. CEO would tell me that yep. all the time, <laughs> all the time. It's like, yo, you just chill. You, you're doing a lot. Like, relax. You're going to burn yourself out. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got to, I got to, you know, I got that goal. I got that dream. I got to see it through. The ambition, the drive. Oh, my gosh, man. It is, it is an addiction for sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so as always, you know, we can continue talking for hours about these two. And, uh, but like we always say, man, we encourage our listeners to go out there and, you know, IMDB, Mr. Ray Stevenson, look at all the films that he's done, voice acting, all the stuff that he's done. And, you know, the 58 years that he's been on this, uh, this place called Earth. And, uh, and of course, Tina Turner. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Just <laughs> get on your streams. Mm. You know, go to your record stores. If there are any more record stores that are still around. I, I was going to say that, like, if you can find <laughs> an album of Tina Turner, uh, let me let me know. Because yeah. I have been searching for, uh, oh, my God, what's the... What's the one I've really been listening to? Yeah. It is the Break Every Rule. That's mm. the one that, like, if I see that, I'm buying that. That's no, it. Yeah. Gotta buy it. <laughs> Gotta buy it, man. So, uh, but again, man, we definitely want to send our condolences to the families of Ray Stevenson and the legendary Tina Turner. Rest in peace. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and move right on along to some some other stories, some news that, uh, that happened that, you know, maybe not all that surprised about or maybe we are but uh the first one though powerpuff girls live action show remember that one remember it was supposed to be you know big cw hitting everything that's well, right yes yeah well uh looks like that is no longer in development uh yeah yeah man mm, mm, i felt a little good too good to <laughs> felt a little too good that yeah. was too good that was too good now uh, uh How'd you feel when this uh, story broke about, okay, Powerpuff Girls is no longer a thing at CW. Good. Finally. (laughs) Took them long enough to admit it wasn't going anywhere. Um, Yeah, no, I I thought this was a stupid idea from the (laughs) the jump from the get go. It's like of all the of all the cartoons for you to adapt, Mm -hmm. you choose Powerpuff Girls to make into a live action, and then the uh, like the the supposed quote unquote leaked scripts that came out for it. It was just it just looked awful. Look bad. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's my question. All right. Uh, well, let me read the quote from uh, Brad Schwartz, the CW's president of entertainment, basically said, we've already given those back to the studios. I'm guessing the rights and everything. Um, he told the outlet that uh, they're free to develop those and sell them anywhere, but just not here. So, <laughs> and I'll Damn. Be, yeah, Damn. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm like you, man. I'm, I'm kind of relieved because... Powerpuff Girls, man, I want, if I want Powerpuff Girls, like, live action, I want it to be on HBO. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess where Cartoon Network is, or if there's, you know, any more left, because after all of the Max stuff. But I'm just saying, like, I want it to be, if I hear HBO behind it, I'm like, ooh, all right. But when I hear CW, no disrespect to a lot of the CW programming, I just don't want it to you know, CW us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly. What you know what I mean? Saying. I'm trying to be, but let's keep it real, man. CW, they're known to have a certain style when it comes to their shows and a certain, 
Uh, let me trying to say what am I trying to say? A certain ca- campiness, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, yeah, you know what to expect on CW. You know, they're not super edgy. They're more, I don't know, man. I want to say like teen, just teen angst. Is that a good good phrase? Am the I word you're looking it? for is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. No, I, I, I feel you. Stupid and a little immature, uh, aka Riverdale. There we That's go. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what I don't, it is. I don't want a Riverdale teen drama. Yeah, for the sake of being teen drama. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You hit it right on the head. Or if Netflix was doing it, if Netflix was doing it, I'm like, all right, let me see. You know, but it's just like CW. Nah, I'm good, man. Because we know what we're gonna get. Uh, I mean, and I'm assuming, and obviously the. Uh, Mr. Schwartz guy, he kind of was like, all right, yeah, this ain't, I don't think this is going to work for us. Uh, and so, you know, I'm just, I'm, I am relieved. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I mean, and I'm just trying to think, how are you able to adapt that in live action form? That's my big thing. It's yeah. Like, it's like, it's such a good, perfect cartoon. It mm-hmm. is like, it's so silly and campy in all the the right ways but yeah. can also like take itself seriously when it needed to be mm. uh like the like the freaking episode where uh they first introduce him and he's like talking to bubbles through the uh the, like the little octopus guy that right, he right. has like it's like oh they all think you're a baby <laughs> like that, but that's so creepy though like they yeah. were able to play him off so perfectly right uh God, I am just a huge Powerpuff Girl stand. Hey, man. How have I not cosplayed us to him already? I'm having intrusive thoughts out loud. No, you know, it's anyway, all good. It's all good. Anyway, <laughs> back to reality. Um, we, yeah, no, I think that the doing a live action series would just be a disservice to the franchise. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it, I, I'm more of the side of, uh, hey, if you're going to do a live action adaptation of a cartoon, g- give us Johnny Bravo. There give we us go. This himbo there getting we go. his ass whipped. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a Johnny Bravo revival for the longest time. I get it. You know, this is we live in an era of cancel culture, you know, and we know Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Let's just keep it real. Johnny Bravo today. I still want them to do it. I don't care. I want I want Twitter to go crazy. I want Johnny Bravo and I want Johnny Bravo to be Johnny Bravo like on the cartoons that we love that was super problematic. I don't care. That's what made him who he was. I, I, don't let me get on my Johnny Bravo train, man, because I'm, I'm like the captain. I want it happen. <laughs> Is sir, that bad? Are sir, y'all judging me right now? I know I'm not the only one to feel this way. Sir, you stand accused of a 28 accounts of hey, sexual harassment. Oh, hey, oh, hey, 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 I'm here for uh, Lady Justice, all right? I know she's blind, <laughs> which means she's missing out on these pecs. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, think about it. We need that, man. Johnny Bravo taught me self-confidence. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, 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 man. I can see it. Taught me how to love myself, man. I'm like, yo, man, if you don't know what you got, then too bad for you. I'm amazing. Yep. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, (laughs) I can't say it. But yes, Powerpuff Girls. (sighs) Yeah, we'll see. I mean, honestly, I feel like because, you know, name is such a big name. And they're just, they're live adapting everything, though. So we don't want it. I love to keep it cartoon form, but come on, man. You know, just that IP alone, there's a lot of money to be made. I'm like, just why not just re, you know, do a revival of the show? But, you know, I don't know. So 
We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, but yeah, we'll uh, move on along to another story. Looks like uh, we got some confirmation regarding Deadpool 2. Uh, we have the return of Negasonic Teenage Warhead and, and her girl. Go ahead, oh, tell her. Yeah, yeah. Shy, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm sorry if I butcher your name. Uh, Shiloui, Shali, Shiloui Katsuna. Yeah, I hope I'm saying it. But Yukio, uh, Yukio. Hi, <laughs> Wade. <laughs> so yeah, man. So they officially signed on. So they pretty much got almost everybody from the from the films except for uh, your boy. Uh, my boy yeah <laughs> oh wait oh yeah Weasel? whatever his name yeah, was that yeah, dude? Yeah, okay yeah. i mean <laughs> except you know your boy tj miller tj miller is the one cast member that is uh that's missing from uh the deadpool revival or three Going into MCU. Ooh, oh no! <laughs> How will we go on? Oh man! But yeah, nah, man. So yeah, they're back. Uh, yeah, uh, my my girl Marina Backrin, Stefan Capri. I mean, it's just everybody. Now there's also okay. This is a very speculative rumor. All right, let's talk is, about it. There is something that I saw today. Um, yeah. That uh, Halle Berry apparently posted a photograph of uh, her Hold with a. White hair. Hold up, wait a second. On her, yeah. on her Instagram. I it might have been on her Instagram oh, or I'm Twitter. About. I don't know which, but like I just remember seeing that picture. It's like her with like some of her cats, like a casual picture, but she just happens to have wait white hair that's very minute. reminiscent wait of a. a uh, oh, yeah, you see it. Oh my god. Uh huh. I mean, it's Halle Berry. Shame on me. I should have been been following Halle Berry. Mm-mm-mm. I keep getting her mixed up with with Haley Bailey. <laughs> it's just it's like the berries, man. You know. Uh, wow. Oh, so that's confirmation. That, oh my gosh. More or less. <laughs> Yo, if y'all go on IG, Halle Berry, which I'm sure a lot of you follow. If you don't, I recommend it's Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. But yes, I see the storm like hair. <sighs> yeah, no, there's um it's very if that Yo, isn't actually Yo, come her on. getting ready come for the on. role. Come on. Then man. I don't know what it is. Come it's on. Like, that's too too much of a coincidence. Yeah. I like that. Good detective work, man. Mm-hmm. Look, hey, nah, I think that's confirmation, man. I because I mean, why not? Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it, man. Hey, yo, if we doing this, and Bro, I love it. Bring them all bring in. Bring it all in. I cannot wait. And this is in the MCU. Oh, come on, man. Come on. I'm, I'm all in. Let's go. Let's go. Super excited, man. I cannot wait. Deadpool 3 can't get here soon enough. And also, too, uh, oh, I'm sorry. You about to say something? I was going to say, bring back Jean Grey. Bring back Cyclops. We're going to have Wolverine. Right. Introduce the Thruple uh, concept. Be, uh, yeah. Popularize the Thruple. I think they're, it's good for them. I think they're okay, going to come in. It's good for them. I think they're going to have... I think they're coming back i'll be in. all right i don't well no nah, it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing uh i love cyclops as a character yeah. I, I always felt like he was underrated and uh but my guy who plays him you know what i'm saying chris marson yeah, yeah 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 i he's a great actor yeah it's a great actor and i i could see i see why he was cast as cyclops mm-hmm. but it's just like ah oh, man i need I don't know, man. It just didn't it didn't land for me all the way. But maybe maybe that's just how it was written. So of course at that time, X Men everything was Wolverine and everybody else. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> but but no, if he's in it, great. I'm all for it. I cannot wait. Just I need it. 
I need it now. And uh, but I was going to say that this is actually happening. Uh, I believe, obviously, we got the writer's strike that's happening, and news came out of there like they began filming, like while the strike is happening. So I also saw that too. So I'm like, so, oh, okay. So do do you want to know this, the the um, stipulation with them doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because the writer's strike is still ongoing, uh -huh. that means that they can't add anything else to the script. They only have to work with the script that they given, have, which means. Ryan Reynolds can't improvise. He has to stick to the script. He can't do any of his, like, if oh. it's a Deadpool oh, joke oh, that okay. isn't in the script, he can't make it. Really? I didn't know that. Yes. I thought, uh, okay, so you just schooled me then. Because when you said that uh, he has to, uh, I guess, say the lines verbatim as written, I thought that that meant, okay, cool, I'll do this and I can add my little improv, but no. No, he oh. has to stick to the scripts, mm. which is, but I'm going to be honest, not looking good, Chief. Well, you know what, then? If, if he's smart, which, I mean... Say what you want about him as far as acting-wise. He's a hell of a businessman, mm -hmm. and he can make things work. I'm thinking he was able to – if I'm him, I'm paying these writers. I'll pay them. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm paying out my own – don't – hey, I understand. Hey, I'm with you on a strike, but we need this to be amazing. I'm going to take care of y'all. Y'all going to get what y'all deserve with, with everything, hopefully, if, you know, the studios act right. But me right. personally, since this is – I'm helping produce this, and this is – part of the mcu now disney behind this yo we taking care of y'all yeah. i'm thinking that's what that's just my mind if i was him that's what i'm doing so that way we can really be deadpool the way we would want him to be i guess well while i agree with their sentiment i think what you've technically described as a system of scabbing my friend because <laughs> like they're technically <laughs> hey. still crossing the the picket line to uh to work right so but yeah uh but anyway regardless it's uh, it is going to be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. And one other thing to kind of keep in mind, too, is What's they that? just announced that they've started filming. Right. They, they they haven't said anything about, like, what they are filming at this point. So it, at it, this it. point, they could be filming just very heavy, like, uh, visual, like, non-dialogue action scenes. I got you. That yeah. that could be their workaround. They're just right. filming the stuff they don't need to say out loud right, right. now, and yeah, then hoping that by the time everything uh, is hopefully everything settled, goes over. yeah, yeah, I get that. Okay, that's smart too. No, I, I, I'm with you, man. I, either way, I'm excited to see this. <laughs> this is probably my my one of my most anticipated MCU films, along with like a few others. But this one though, it's just oh, y'all know what y'all doing. I, Full faith and trust. But uh, another reported casting that just uh, been announced that uh, you remember Alita Battle Angel? I do, yes. Yeah. Well, word is they, I believe they are like working on a sequel, but regardless, uh, it appears that uh, the Alita Battle Angel star Rosa Salazar is officially a member of the cast of Captain America New World Order. Now, last week we brought up WWE superstar Seth Rollins is on set, so he's a part of it, and it appears that uh, this young lady is a part of it as well. Um, so, uh, word is they are part of the uh, the villainous Serpent Society, um, but yeah, and I believe she will be known, rumor is, Diamondback. Uh, okay, you, you know what? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, as you were saying that out loud, and I was piecing it together in my head, like, oh, yeah, we did talk about that uh, mm -hmm. that wrestler joining last week. Yeah. So it's like, 
It has to be the Serpent Society. There's no other way this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, if they're going into this dialogue or this uh, storyline where they're talking about, like, the super soldier serum and, right. like, all this other, like, Hulk-connected stuff. I guess it, it would make sense that yeah. the Serpent Society, and then they all get turned into giant lizards, folks. Ooh. That'll be it. That'll be the That's big twisteroonie. Hey, man, you know, there's rumors, man, the conspiracy people out there already feel like there's lizard people walking all over, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. I the reptilioids the live reptilioid. among us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah man exciting news man captain america i can't wait uh i have a feeling that uh this captain america film will be uh will be better than what people suspect now i feel like this is the this is the underdog right now this is the ant-man of the uh of the new mc you think I'm, so I'm just throwing this out there. Reason why because you know we've just all seen your boy chris evans just kill the role like you yeah. know steve rogers and you know now you got sam wilson of course you know the comic book heads we know him like right. yo this dude is cap this the cap like this, you know but i just feel like it's an it's going to be an uphill battle to to convince the general audience like all right we can we're behind this character i mean the disney plus show i'm not sure i mean it's just these streaming platforms yeah. they, they won't tell us statistically how many people watch and tune in they just throw it out there and we just believe them without right. seeing analytics but you know i feel like a good bit of people watch the show and um from what i've seen a lot of people liked it uh but then again maybe i'm just looking at the stuff that people are saying yay about maybe but i don't know i'm just saying i feel like this film right here i feel like this is going to be the underdog of the new mcu uh slate of films I should okay say. just yeah. uh, you know because you can see that yeah it's like you're starting fresh I would think that the the Blade movie is more of an underdog just because of the fact that like one it is so outside of anything we've seen in the MCU so far and two its production is just like all over the place right now like I'm I genuinely am rooting for it I want it to be succeed and it to be great mm -hmm. uh, but also I'm just kind of like um what you doing there buddy mm -hmm. what's what's going on over there in Blade Land yeah you uh you got Mia Goth. Uh, do, 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 what's the plot? Yeah. Is, well, do we have a synopsis yet? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, they, I mean, they've been, oh man. They've been it, working. From pushback to mm -hmm. pushback to, to now with the writer strike affecting yeah. what they were going to do. Man, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. But hey, I have faith though, man. I think uh I think this movie's gonna be really good. I'll say that. Yeah. But I just feel like it's gonna be like the underdog. Like people are like, oh, I don't know if I wanna see it, you know. It might be a little too quote unquote woke. <laughs> woke uh, agenda. A Captain, oh my God. a Captain America film that's woke. See the irony in that? It's just <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm prepared for it though. <laughs> yep. I'm prepared nope. for the, you know, what they're gonna say. They literally watch Winter Soldier uh just completely with their brain shut off the yeah. entire time. Yeah, okay. 100%, 100%. All right, uh, so, uh, oh, and speaking of the writer strike, you want to hear some funny news. I feel like this is a, a great way to almost end out our news segment. Uh -oh. And I feel like you would get a great, quite bit of enjoyment about this story. But uh, the lovable, the one that we all love with all our heart, Mr. David Zaslav himself, was recently at Boston University graduation giving a commencement speech for the class of 2023. And of course, we've talked about him 
tiresome enough on the podcast about all the things he's been doing with Warner Brothers Discovery. And uh, yeah, so he was there do a commencement speech. And man, oh man, he was booed out the building. My God. <laughs> Go ahead, hit it. <laughs> Good. Good. He was getting booze left and right. Like, as soon as he got there, there was protest. There was, like, a big rat uh, a mascot or a blow-up uh, thing out there. Just, like, oh, man, like, picket signs. You had some of the, the writers from the WGA out there was picking in. And when he got up on stage, oh, my gosh. One of the things he said was uh, – uh, passion for documenting and sharing the human story on a global scale. Boom. That's all you heard. That, that, that's all you heard. I mean, if they had, if they had tomatoes, I'm sure they would have been throwing them. They've been throwing them booze. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, man. I mean, and I saw some of the video clips and yeah, nah, it was, it was real in there. And then like also too, you had people who would say like, Hey, we don't want you here. Pay your writers. Shut yeah, up. Really. Zasloff. You know what I mean? Like, man, he couldn't get really a word. He actually had to stop and let people kind of get it out. And then he would try to speak again. And then they kept going. They Damn. kept going. Was, Damn! I was like, roasted. Oh God. my gosh, yo! And then one thing he said uh, that really got the crowd super angry. He was like, "I was making good money. I was feeling really great." <laughs> just left and right, just going in on him. And uh, and he also said, "Some people will be looking for a fight, uh, but don't be the one they find it with. Focus on good people's qualities." And it was just, oh man, it Yikes. was just bad. It was just bad. <laughs> Yikes! It was and bad. Geez. Good God! Yeah, yeah. I mean, how would you feel like just knowing that you walk outside, man? People are just like. Ugh, they can't stand you. I don't want to say hate, but then, yeah, some people do hate them. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, hate's a strong word. It's a very, you know, heavy-handed word. You got to, you can't just throw that word around and not mean it. And I'll be honest with you, I think some of them mean it. No, nope, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And especially the, the case of the, the Zaz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that, the Zaz. The Zaz. <laughs> yeah, no, uh... God, yeah, no. One, why would you even think that going to a commencement speech in the midst of a strike that Mm. you're playing a heavy hand in uh, just not paying your writers what they are owed uh, was a good idea to, from the get-go, especially like in any liberal arts college, like what, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the the optics on that were uh, were not good, Chief. I, I feel like his publicist must have been like, "Look, man, I'm I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people do not like you right now. You yeah. go out there, you will learn. People do not like you." Mm. And then he like comes back like, "Oh wow, they don't like me." <laughs> oh, <do> you think? <laughs> it's so true. But I mean. At the end of the day, that's still his alma mater. So, mm-hmm. but knowing that you come back to your old school, like, oh yeah, I'm a, ooh, I'm gonna get them the hype to take on the world when they graduate, and it was like, yeah, nah, they don't, they don't want you here. That's gotta suck, man. Mm-hmm. Oh mean, goodness gracious, and I just can't imagine that, man. Like, if if I had a publicist and I was like not the most well liked, I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm a chilling house, man. I'm I'm cool. <laughs> I don't think y'all need. <laughs> I don't think y'all need to see me, man. I'm like, I don't even want to get on social media, man. I'm just being honest, man. I can't. 
yeah, I, that's just rough, man. That's mm-hmm. rough to be hated like that. And that's just on a like minuscule scale. Like, yeah. yeah. But I understand it, though. I understand people don't, you know, it's, uh, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. He, yeah, I think it's best for him to kind of chill. Then you got other people like, uh, <laughs> like Elon. Oh, he, yeah. Oh, Elon God. don't care, boy. Elon out here like, yeah. Uh-huh. He thrives off of it. Yeah. Let's be real, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. It but. just reminds me of the, um, remember when Mike Pence would try to like go, like give his commencement speeches and like you mm-hmm. would see like swarms of people just walk out. Like yeah. even with that, right. there were still a, I'm sure there were like some students, some people in there who certainly did like stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two, or B, what did I say here? I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> the second option, the fact that like they walked out, they didn't even give him a chance to speak so that they could disrespect him even further. Yeah. But the fact that these people like stuck out like, no, we want to hear what you say so that we can properly yeah. screw you over. Yeah. Nah. That is, uh, mm, that's a wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, man. I'm just like, I'm wondering how he sleeps tonight. But I'm thinking, I mean. On a pile of money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's, you know, I mean, he may be stressing, but I mean, he's definitely comfortable in all, you know, all that money he got. So I don't know, man. It was just a funny thing. I was like, yo, I got to I gotta let you know, man. I got to bring it up on the podcast because uh, when I saw that story, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I just uh Woo, man, oh man. Mm-mm, definitely don't want to be in them shoes right there, buddy. Thank God there weren't any Snyder fans in there. Otherwise, they're. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know, I think there was some Snyder fans in there. Oh, I think, I'm sure. I'm sure there was, man. Somebody. <laughs> so, like, man. release it. Release the whole cut. Man, oh man. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and release the, uh, the news stories and headlines that we have so far. Obviously, there's so much more we could be talking about as well, but, you know, we got to keep the show moving. Uh, but as always, man, make sure you follow us on the comic section on all the social media platforms, man, because uh, there was a lot of news that, that man, you had the uh, the Sony, the Sony, uh, was it Sony Play? Oh, yeah. The uh, the Sony Play dropped. Yeah. They, uh, they showed like a bunch of uh, new trailers mm-hmm. and dropped a bunch of new information including like a they now have a portable version yeah. of the uh the PlayStation 5 right uh where you can just but you can only play PlayStation 5 exclusives on it so wait 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 yeah. wait so that's it you can't only the exclusive wait only a the exclusives yeah so you can like so this is something you could just take on the go yeah it's like a Nintendo Switch where oh, okay. like you can uh like take it and walk around with you and play uh, PlayStation games on the go, but it is only the PlayStation 5 exclusive games. Oh, so oh, so you can't so play you, like PlayStation 4 games on there and like that? Nope. Damn. You can't play, as far as I, have, if I'm reading it correctly, if yeah. I'm understanding it correctly, mm-hmm. you can't play uh, like any games that are backwards compatible. It's only the, the PlayStation 5 like exclusive titles. Yeah. So games like the, the new Ratchet and Clank game that came out a year mm-hmm. or two ago, mm-hmm. uh, that one you should be able to, okay. to play. But I, the new Miles Morales Spider-Man game probably won't be able to play that. Ah. So it's, yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's weird. All right. All right. Well, hey, man, you want to see all of those stories, man. Make sure you follow us on the comic section everywhere you can get anything. 
That's what the comment section. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll move on along to the coming soon previews portion of the show, and we have three trailers and uh, a lot of mentions of the other trailers that uh, that came out as well. But uh, the first one is a remake of a classic. All right, The Color Purple. Now, I've seen this movie so many times uh, where at one time I can kind of like recite a, like a good bit of the lines. Oh, wow. Uh, I saw it when I was a kid a few times. I saw it when I was in college. Uh, shout outs to uh, Clapham University, HBCU in Orangeburg, South Carolina. So I saw that in uh, an African-American studies class. And, uh, and yeah, it's definitely a, uh, a heavy, heavy film. Have you seen Color Purple? So I have always heard of it. I never actually sat down and watched the whole thing, mainly because of the fact that, like, I knew of how heavy it was. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I, I am curious to see how this, uh, this new adaptation of it yeah. uh, plays out and how well, it is, uh, how well it's received. Right, so. right. So uh, let's go ahead and take a quick look at the trailer of the, the new revival of The Color Purple. Let's watch. You didn't love me. Afternoon. I need me a wife. Even if we have to part, you and me, us, us have, have one heart. I don't Get off my land! You harass you every day! Nothing but death can keep me from it! Oh, Miss Seelick! You must ain't got no kinfolk around these parts. All I had was my sister. <laughs> she was the only one ever loved me. All right. Okay. Now, since you haven't seen the first one, yes. Uh, you know, I would say if you do watch it, I recommend you watching it, but at the same time just you know that it is heavy and just just to, you know, prepare yourself. Now, just to go on the cast from the 1985 version of the film. I mean, directed by Steven Spielberg, one of the goats, if not the goat of directing. Mm -hmm. uh, Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, Danny Glover, uh, Margaret Avery, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I mean, it's just a star-studded cast, man. Like, uh, And it is available right now on Max. So if you got Max, check it out. But uh, but yeah, with this new version, I don't know, man. I just, I'm not saying it's not going to be good, right? I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of over the remakes, man. I was about to say, what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? Well, I did see a few interviews of some of the actors that are going to be in it, and they say, well, it's just a, it's a different take on it. It's like, okay, it's not going to be from the same perspective. So it's basically just a different, you know, I guess different take different way of doing it and i'm like okay i don't think i'm gonna see it just to be honest it could be great and i just have to wait I i'll wait for what what people are saying especially people who've seen and loved the first film uh yeah yeah but it looks it looks great though i mean man just from the quality just yeah yeah cinematography looks a one, it definitely looks like a very like amazing high budget film, and they they definitely got like a really good star studded cast with this as well with uh, Halle Bally. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm doing it's it. It's right there. I can't can't help it. 
Little Mermaid, Ariel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's Ariel. She's Ariel. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. This is part of the woke agenda, buddy. <laughs> Strap in, buddy. We recognize that the Little Mermaid is black now. You got a problem with that? Yeah. You got a problem with that, Snowflake? <laughs> Snap. You you upset because I acknowledge that the mermaid is black now? Oh, uh-huh. A mermaid. Yeah. Uh, the only That's mermaids right. I know <laughs> got red hair and uh, 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 what else? Uh, Seashell bra. Yeah, That's it. That's it. That's, That's all. It. I wonder if Flounder going Flounder going to be in this, right? Oh, yeah. And apparently he is uh, horrifying to the eyes oh, from what shit. I have heard. Oh, so. snap. All right. But at any rate, <laughs> so back to the color purple. <laughs> back to the color purple. Uh, yeah, no, the cast looks great. Um, the, the music definitely also sounds uh, really good, too. Mm. Um, yeah, but again, I'm just wondering, like, what is the, the purpose of doing this other than, hey, let's just revive this old franchise mm-hmm. so that we can once again make more money. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, yeah. yeah I, I am. I'm a little mixed on it too, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, man. Hopefully, it's great. Hopefully, it's like, hey, come back here when it's coming out uh, Christmas. So come back here uh, New Year's and be like, yo, you know what, man? That color purple that was amazing. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but we'll move on along to this next trailer. We have the Creator. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 I know you're excited to check this out. I so. am very excited. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick look at the creator. Let's watch. Ten years ago today, the artificial intelligence created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. For as long as AI is a threat. We will never stop hunting them. This is a fight for our very existence. Whatever's in there, they're sure worried about someone getting in. Yeah, they're getting The creator, huh? Come on now. What we think here, man? Directed by Gareth Edwards. You know what I'm saying? You got your boy, John David Washington. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Ken Watanabe. Huh? Mm. I'm liking the cast, man. What's your thoughts on this, man? I, Man, this, um, honestly, this year, it looks like it's going to be like a really good year for sci-fi. With this movie coming out, you got Dune Part 2 coming out. Yeah. There's also another like just really strange movie starring Mark Ruffalo and Emma Stone uh, that's uh, coming out too. That's like a, a weird take on Frankenstein. I think I did see it. Yeah, yeah, I saw photos of it. I don't know if I've yeah. seen it. Uh... Um, but yeah, this, this movie has my uh, 
full attention. I love the the premise of it. Like I'm a huge sucker for the um like oh robot uprising. Yep. Uh, robots taking over the uh, the world. But mm-hmm. I also like th- the themes in this particularly seem to be like are the robots actually bad? Is this just what the humans have been propagated to think? Right. Are the robots just trying to live their own lives, which you very much see like they have their own like enclave, their own village in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the robot that this guy is tasked with assassinating is literally just a child. Yeah. Uh, and it's like even though it's not actually a human it's still an infant still learning. Um, God, everything about that, like everything about this that looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acting in it looks amazing already. I am just, I am thrilled. I am so hot, pumped to, yeah. uh, to watch this movie. No, nah, yeah, man, you're right. And, uh, and yeah, you, I mean, basically when you're saying about the premise about AI, you know, taking over a robot, I'm like, we're kind of, let's be real man we're kind of in it now you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. or like we're definitely in the beginning of it you know and i'm just like man yo i cannot tell you how much of a freaking trip it has been getting into like uh like 1950s 60s dystopian science fiction mm-hmm. and like like i was literally looking at um a praise be to his name kurt vonnegut novels that mm-hmm. were on sale in uh <laughs> at, at a goodwill they had like yeah. a bunch of them that someone had just donated i was like oh give me give me give me right and one of them i um i think it was like the the sirens of titan or something along those lines mm-hmm. was like what of the wealthiest man in the world or why should the wealthiest man in the world launch himself into space from the far reaches of society and i'm like oh wow yeah. you actually just predicted uh elon musk's mo oh yeah. hey yeah, man. Um, <laughs> mm, do not like how that fits uh, um pfft. yeah no you're right you're right man now nah, it's uh it's so crazy man like all these sci-fi movies man just feels mm-hmm. like and i know and you know i'm a big conspiracy guy but I, a part of me feels like they've been prepping us for a long time yeah. through, the, through the movies. I, I don't care. I know it's sound. I'm just saying. I yes, I got my tinfoil hat on and I wear it with pride, man. I'm I'm just like these movies, these shows, like Star Trek, all of these things. The devices that we're using now were like thought of like decades ago, yeah. and it's like all right, cool, man. Like let's create a future where all of this is here. I just feel like I don't know, man. I, Sometimes a little, it's like the Simpson theories, right? Like sometimes a little too on the nose. Like, wait a minute, how did y'all really know that? Were y'all really just throwing, throwing darts at the wall and see what would stick? Like, but I just feel like y'all been hitting the target a little too often for yep. it to be a coincidence, at least to me. You know, what I'm saying I'm just like, and seeing this, it's like, man, yo, we really are kind of in that world, you know? Like, think about it. Imagine, and I saw somebody talk about this, and it's so funny. Uh, like, how often do you all, like, use your GPS on your phone? Like, say, like, Waze, for yeah. instance. Like, how often do you use it? Do you sometimes use it even when you're going to the place you already know how to get to? And it's like, imagine yeah. imagine if you were to cut that off, just cut it all off, and you just go, and you find your way. And it's like, you could do it, but it's just the convenience it's like uh, it's like oh let me just double check to make sure traffic's good see what right. the, the time looks like and that's what i do mm-hmm. especially if you're like if you drive in the city or you know heavy populated area especially here in south carolina god knows all this yeah. is one accident and it shuts everything down and we have multiple uh but yeah so basically this film looks like it's a looks great looks amazing dystopian future post-apocalyptic 
AI, robots, all of that. John David Washington, I'm a huge fan of. You know, I think his dad is the GOAT. We all know that. And it looks, I mean, I feel like he has, you know, obviously, man, it's in the genes, man. He's going he's to kill it, man. I can't wait. So uh, definitely looking forward to this. And this is dropping September 29th. So uh, just before Doom. Uh, yeah, so yeah, this is a good sci-fi year. Yeah, I think you're going to hit it on the head right there. I'm digging man. it, yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, and the last trailer we'll get to, we'll switch it up a little bit, man. A little uh, video game action, man. We were making mention of the uh, Sony Play and uh, one game that uh, dropped the trailer that didn't see coming at all, uh, Mortal Kombat. That's right. Oh, yeah. There were rumors. There were rumors saying this was going to happen. I, oh boy. When was the last time I played a Mortal Kombat game? It's, yeah. it's such a it's such a fun franchise, but mm-hmm. oh boy, this um you you, you want to get into it. Yes. Let's do it. Time to wake up to a new reality. To a blank canvas that I have painted in with warmth and peace. In my new era, the choice is yours. Whether to live in quiet serenity or bloody strife. To dwell in joyous prosperity or bitter rivalry. You can face each other. sworn enemies or united as brothers but a storm is brewing and soon you will discover that even in this new era one constant remains There is always something worth fighting for. Ah, man. He picks up a man, <laughs> smushes him into the ground, into a bloody pulp. Yes. I am here for it. <laughs> here for it. No, I, uh, I, this game looks incredible, both mm-hmm. from like the, the graphics and the animation at the, the start of it, right. but also the fact that like this is an origin story. Like this is, this is the first Mortal Kombat. At least right. that's what this is leading yeah, to. Believe. Yeah. So, like, uh, so I guess like the storyline, because I, I follow storyline. Storyline is amazing. I'm like, I, I just love the story and the lore behind the characters. And with this story, basically the events that happened after 11. Uh, so if you haven't played the game, I mean, it's out there, but Liu Kang became the new the god. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A god of uh, thunder and fire. And so basically he took Raiden's place and he created created a, a reality or created an earth realm where everything's peaceful and, you know, everyone's good. And of course, that don't last long. And, then, you know, you got Shang Tsung coming back and he's here to like take things over. So it's kind of like a like a violent cycle that just keeps going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically this is kind of like a a reboot, but. Now it's Liu Kang as, you know, the god, whereas Raiden that we all knew for years. Now Liu Kang takes that place and 
we are seeing a, a new telling of Mortal Kombat just in this world. If you if you think about comics, you think like Earth Two or something like that. Okay, yeah. Just yeah. think about you know if that makes sense. But uh, but yeah, no nah, man, I'm with you. I'm just surprised like how these the the mad minds behind the violence in these games. How are y'all able to keep taking it to a new disturbing, dis- uh, disgusting? but so awesome level. It, it really is almost impressive. Yeah. It's like I was saying last week, like they have to have some sort of like prop dummy or something that they just like go to town on every, mm, yeah. Like just imagine you have like just an awful, awful day and you just see that dummy. I'm like, how can I screw you over? Exactly. What What can I do? Yeah. Rip you apart Let today. Me, just the different ways, you know? Uh, nah, yeah, this looks crazy fire and and it's coming out like right around the corner man september 19th like this was a game that it was rumored that was gonna happen but we had no idea like this game is finished if it's coming out in september it's it's been done it's it's there yeah yeah so uh i'm excited man i can't wait um you know i'm big mortal kombat fan but i love the story even like yeah just as much if not more than actual gameplay itself because the, the story is so good too um, so yeah, but yeah, man, September 19th is happening. Mortal Kombat one. Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, and we'll make mention of, uh, some of the other trailers. Of course, uh, we were talking about the, uh, the Sony, uh, Sony play. Of course, everyone's talking about your boy Spider-Man. Too. Yes. They, uh, they dropped a very long, uh, gameplay trailer yeah. where they not only revealed, uh, Craven the Hunter and yeah. him basically being like he is the primary antagonist in this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they showed that uh they revealed that it is a um it's a game where you play both as Peter Parker Spider-Man and Miles Morales Spider-Man, and you can alternate between the two of them. Both of them have their own like unique skill sets and abilities, especially Peter this go around, because he has the symbiote this time. Yes. And it looks it looks so good. Yes, it does. It looks so amazing. Um, yeah, the I uh, the Amazing Spider-Man game on PlayStation is one of my favorite like all-time games ever. I've played it and beaten it like four or five times now. I want to say okay, on, like I've played it pretty regularly. If nothing else, there are some times where I just like I just put it in and I just start like web swinging around just because the web swinging mechanics in the game is just so fun. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm so pumped for, for this game. I still don't have a PlayStation five, but you bet your ass. I am, I am getting it before this game comes out (laughs) because I'm playing this game day one. Yeah. No, no joking. No fooling. I'm, I'm there. I'm in it. Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. Uh, and just like Peter's. Just because, I mean, we we know of the symbiote story and just like his attitude in the game. Like, oh, man, how he was talking a little bit more aggressive to Miles. I mean, yep. you know, and just, no, nah, I'm, oh, man, I'm in it. There's like this great, uh, like, clip where it's like you see Peter like he saves a person uh, like p- gets them out of the way but then he just kind of like pushes them out of the way like once he gets them to safety he's like and there you go yeah, yeah. and, and it's Miles is just him. like dude what the hell I know right like <laughs> word bro you just gonna toss him like oh uh, man something ain't right with you man and uh but nah yeah I'm, 
that looks so good. That looks so good. Uh, also, uh, I believe uh, Legendary Skull Island released their trailer on Netflix. They yes. animated uh, show. Uh, so uh, that looks really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty hyped for that. I mean, it's it's King Kong. So if mm. if you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. Uh, the animation <laughs> looks uh, pretty tight as well too. If mm. yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like the the Legend of Korra. Yes, kind of I was about to say yeah. that. Oh, I was getting that vibe. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent, but yeah, it looks like uh, that one's dropping in June. Also, on some more, uh, looks like we got uh, Nimona. Yeah, so yeah. that's actually a cute uh, animated movie that Netflix is pushing out about a. Um, it look, it's a fantasy story about a. Uh, it's, it's a mischievous shapeshifter. So gotcha. it's like the hero of the story is the uh, the trickster that's like always normally the uh, the bad guy or the person that they're trying to get in like so many other like mythological tales like mm-hmm. big Loki or uh, like the coyote or fox in like uh, like Native American culture. Right. Uh, yeah. No, it's um, it looks really cute. It looks really fun. I'm I'm super pumped for for that one. Yeah. Whenever I get Netflix back, <laughs> <laughs> or who knows, it might I might just find it when I'm on my next uh, voyage hey. out of the, uh, in the seven seas. There we so. go. There we go. May have to may have to join you on that voyage. Man. Yeah. <laughs> may have to. Uh, also, we had trailers from uh, season three of iCarly. Uh, so that one's coming out in June as well, Paramount Plus. Yep. Uh, we got Miraculous, Ladybug, and Cat Noir, the movie. Uh, so all of uh, the fans, they got a fan base. I'm they got, you, a they got a huge, huge fan, fan base. I had no idea. I was sleeping on that fan base. Uh, but yeah, they got the movie. Uh, that's premiering July 28th. So, you know, summertime yep. is lit. And uh, they just also dropped a new trailer for the uh, the Barbie movie as yes. well. Uh, they've dive more into the uh, the plot of that story, and like it just looks so uh, like I- I'm still getting the vibe of like okay, but who is this movie for? Because like right. there's so much adult humor in this that yeah. I'm like this can't be a kids movie. Yeah, this, the B- Barbie literally like turns around like they're having like a disco party, they're having a good time, and then she just like turns over to one of her friends and she's like do you guys ever think about death and I'm like what <laughs> wait, wait, wait what and they're all like what the yeah. hell is going and it's about barbie having like an existential crisis realizing that the world that she's living in isn't actually like the quote-unquote real world mm-hmm. so she goes out into the real world to discover what it means to be a human oh wait uh, wait, 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 wait yeah wait. this so is this sound this is getting like some pinocchio vibes a little bit, actually. It's, I'm just it seemed well, like go out into the real world. Yeah, go into the real world and feel what it's like to be human. Who else did that? Uh, there's a few. I'm thinking. Uh, pretty, it's been a pretty common trope. Facts. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, the trailer, the new, the newest trailer for it. Uh, but yeah, you're right though, because like after the first trailer, I was like, what? I was trying to figure that out too, because I'm like, well, I don't think it's for little girls, but it is. But, but it it's is, not. But it's not. But it's not though. <laughs> like I just like the adult humor. I got that from the first trailer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I don't, all right. I mean, it's gonna make money. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna make all the money in the world. I'm just like, I'm right there with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, who is this really, really for? But um, but yeah, I mean, hey, we'll see what happens, and also. Uh, the final trailer from The Flash. Yes. Now I know you also dropped. Yeah. And I know you've been on the fence, man. I know you're still on the fence right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
I'm just asking, you know, for the listeners out there, for other fellow Flash fans, fellow people of the Speed Force like yourself, mm-hmm. uh, are you still on the side of, uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm a, because you didn't, you weren't going to go see it, or am I wrong? Yeah, no, I'm still very much of the, of the fence of like, I've, I've been hearing nothing but like, Unanimous praise. That's all I've all been across here across the board. That's all Stephen I've been here. King came out and said that like he even loved this movie, and yeah. he said as a rule he never likes comic book movies. Mm-hmm. I find that to be very deceptive, though, for multiple reasons. Yeah, uh, but but I've been I'm great like, things, man. Uh, yeah, it's like I. You know what? Mm-hmm. At the end. Of the day, at, at the, the end, of, the end day. of all of it, yes, there's still just like two things that like really truly bother me with with this movie, and okay. the big one, of course, is the fact that like Ezra Miller is mm. in it still, mm. and so much of like I want to like Barry Allen, I want to sympathize with the story that he's going through, right? I I want to believe this like incredible, amazing performance. Mm-hmm. I just like Ezra Miller just really, really, really like not just in the sense of like how uh, like all the controversial stuff that surrounded them, but just everything they do to portray Barry Allen is so opposite of what I love about the flag. I was asking about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was going to say, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Because I knew like the Ezra Miller actual situations. I get all of that. But I I was wondering if it was how he portrayed the character. Because I don't, because you weren't weren't like a big fan of how he portrayed the character. You never were a big fan. I never was. Gotcha. He really has not been, uh, because so much of it is him being awkward. Right. There's the the quintessential thing that really sums it up for me is mm. like you look at this uh this opening scene in this trailer where there's like uh like he's about to like run off and then uh like these teenagers on the side of the street just start squealing, "Oh my god, Flash, I love you." That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And like he's just really awkward like, "Oh, uh hi, hi, yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, uh, I got go 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 save the world." Now, would you will like right. that. But like yeah. that isn't who like the Flash in any iteration, whether it's uh, Jay Garrick, mm. Barry, or Wally, yeah. would react in that situation. Like the Flash is always the one that like he he's very cocky. He mm. like he eats up that sort of thing. Like right, he'd be right. the one that'd be like race over, like steal one, their phone real quick, and, like take a sneak take selfie, a selfie of them or something. But like there you go, there's a freebie, and then just run off. Right. Like that's th- that's what the Flash is. Not gotcha. this awkward teenager yeah. yeah and that's what they're making him be in this movie right and then the the other thing is the fact that like flashpoint is a dc event mm-hmm. it is a flash story yes but it is a dc event the mm. fact that this is the first flash movie that we're getting and it is not a flash just a movie, flash movie it's a dc event movie yeah. that just happens to be focused on the flash right just like how the freaking Justice League movie mm-hmm. was a Justice League movie, but it should have been a cyborg movie. Yeah. It was, mm, yeah, mm, no, I know. Mm. I know. I know you're grinding your gears, man. I, I, My I, gears I, are grinding. <laughs> My gears are grinding, folks. <laughs> oh, it's like a wood chipper in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you, man. Um, I, yeah, because I'm on the fence too, man. I'm on the fence. 
And like you were saying, man, there's so much good feedback that's been coming from this film. And I'm nervous about that because I'm like, hold up, man. I, I don't know. And then let's say if it comes out and that sentiment is still there, I'm still on the fence of, all right, am I going to go? I'm like, because it, it is a, a weird thing where you have to separate you know, art from the artist, right? Can, can you do right. it? Can some people, some people can, some people can't. So I definitely don't, ju- I don't, Hey man, if some people don't want to, I totally, un- I totally understand it. You'll never hear me be like, Oh man, just get over it. But it's like, it, it also makes you think like people, if something is good, like if something's like, Oh, this is, this is good. Are pe- like, can people like just look past whatever because it's good. You know what I'm saying? The cost of the cost of something being good is versus morality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's it's a this could be a superhero story right here. Yeah. Like <laughs> like morality versus good content, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, but it's good. But uh, all right, cool. I'll give you that. All right, it may be good. It may be great. But Ah. Yeah, it's like where do you draw the line of like supporting uh, content and separating artists from the art form, mm-hmm. and just yeah, when do we like actually say okay, no, right. even if this is like the greatest thing in the world, what happened here was heinous. I feel, I feel like if the Ezra Miller thing did progress, if they didn't get the help that they needed mm-hmm. and didn't go into the, the rehab treatment. If DC didn't draw the line and was like, no, you're doing this or we're pulling the plug. Yeah. Uh, then I feel like we actually would have gotten to that point with this movie. Gotcha. I feel gotcha. like they, again, not to like make assumptions about their, yeah. their state or anything. Right, but right, like right, I right. feel like they were on such a spiral mm-hmm. that it would have actually led Let's to a, a serious, like heinous, heinous event happening. Right, right. Even more so than like the stuff that actually did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, you know, I mean, in the, and the funny thing about it is that I'm not, as, I'm not ashamed or afraid to say like, yo, I am a hypocrite. Yeah. I'm like, I will tell y'all straight up like, yo, man, all right, <laughs> you're right. But it's just, it's a very, it's it's very, uh, it's interesting though. Cause like, you know, this is a good, uh, you know, uh, human philosophy, like just studying like, okay, what are we willing to look past just to, to get that, that nourishment, you know? I don't know. It's interesting though, but we'll see what happens, man. It's up in the air, but it's coming. It's happening. <laughs> it is happening in just a few weeks. So, uh, Hey, we have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Ready or not, here it comes. Here it comes, baby. All right. And, uh, and yeah, I think that about wraps up uh, the, the trailers that, uh, you know, obviously we talked about the three and then we mentioned all the others. And, of course, by the time this episode drops, it's probably going to be like 15 more and something crazy big. They're like, oh, man, why did this have to happen when we were recording? <laughs> but uh, so, as always, man, make sure you follow us at the comic section on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know where to go. You know, find us and uh, let us know your thoughts on all these news stories, trailers, and all of that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, let us know. All right? And uh, and finally, we'll move on to the last segment of the show, which we have reviews. And uh, I got to watch something again, man. I'm, I'm you know, I'm on a roll right now. Yeah. Uh, right of applause for me. Yeah, really. <laughs> You've earned it, buddy. You're yeah, killing man. it. Yeah, man. Two weeks in a row, man. Yeah. I know it's like, oh, 
man, this is crazy. All right. Yeah. And uh, and what about you, man? What about you? We're in an Uno reverse right now, folks, because I actually have not seen anything. What? Uh, I have not been really watching much of anything. Uh, like most of the, the free time that I've had has been going into, into playing the new Zelda game. Uh. So you know what? <laughs> Honestly, you want me to give a, a semi-review because I still haven't beaten it yet, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you want me to give a semi-review of uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, I've, I've got one in the pocket for you. <laughs> I got one right here for you. So, but let's, so tell me, what, what did you watch? I watched Missing. Now, oh, okay. yeah, man, this was a movie that I've been wanting to see for the longest time because I remember going to the theaters and I would see it in the coming attractions. And I'm like, man, this is a very interesting story uh, starring Storm Reed, my baby Nia Long, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but basically, so when the mother disappears while on vacation in Columbia with her new boyfriend, June, played by Storm Reed, uh, search for answers is hindered by international red tape. So stuck thousands of miles away in Los Angeles, June creates well, basically, creatively uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try and find her before it's too late. Uh, but however, she digs ever deeper. Her digital sleuthing soon raises more questions than answers. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I remember seeing trailers for this movie at like the yeah. beginning of the year. And I was actually like, oh, this actually looks pretty interesting yes so okay yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh tell me, tell, you? Tell, yeah tell me yo man this movie is fire yo. this Dang. movie is good it's better than what i thought it was going to be i'm not gonna lie to you i was like all right i mean this seems interesting like so yeah it's basically smart girl in high school uh just turned 18 and, you know, when her mom leaves, because her mom is kind of like that helicopter mom. So Nia right. Long is just, you know, always checking in. Uh, hey, I just want to make sure you're doing all right. You're good. Okay, I'm going to be at work. I'll be home, this and that. And in the movie, uh, she lost her dad. Uh, so, she, you know, that grief is kind of still there. So, like, the mother-daughter bond is super, super tight, but it might be a little too tight for June. Like, all right, all right mom, 18, I'm, I'm good. And, you know, she knew that her mom was, you know, lonely after the dad's no longer with us. And so she starts dating and she finds this one guy and she really likes. And so, you know, he's was even trying to like, you know, if you ever if you're a child and your mom or dad starts dating, you know, that awkward like, hey, well, it's getting serious. Maybe I can uh, like, hey, how you? I'm, I'm so and so, you know, if you need anything from me, here's my number, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so, you know, things are going pretty good and they go on vacation. They go to Columbia and when they go to Columbia, uh, her mom ends up missing. Don't, nobody knows where she's at. Nobody like because uh, at first she was supposed to pick them up from the airport. And so she's at the airport. They don't show up. And she's mm. like, interesting. So while all this is happening, she's like FaceTiming her friends. And she's like, oh, man, like, where is she at? Like, this this is weird, you know? Uh, so she hits her mom up, her mom's phone, just voicemail. Um, which is ironic because her mom would try to get a hold of her. And like her daughter, you know how teenagers go. Like, oh, right. Leave a message. Oh, my voicemail box is full. I can't leave a message and stuff. But uh, so, yeah, so she can't get a hold of her mom and she's getting worried. And she's like, hold up, man. I like this ain't this ain't like her. And her mom has a uh, has a good friend who is a lawyer. 
And so while she's out of the country, like her, I guess, best friend, like kind of looks after June and she's like, oh, I'm sure your mom will be fine. Like, you know, they're out in Columbia, you know, things like that happen. But she's like, mm, but this still don't feel right. And then it's been days, nothing, no word, gets nervous. And the fact how smart she is to be like, all right, let me see if her, her phone or like location um, services on. That's off. And she's like, what? Man, something ain't right, yeah, you know? Okay. And so she's like, she calls the, uh, so she Googles, calls the hotel of where her mom was staying at. And uh, also there's language barrier because she doesn't know uh, Spanish or Portuguese. And she's like, oh, okay, well, it's my mom staying there. And, and the cool thing is, is that this one, the technology, obviously she's already using it. And so the person's speaking in Spanish and she's like trying to type out what they're saying and converting it to English. So like all the while she's on the phone with the person. So she's like quick with it. And it's like, okay, well, is there video? It's like, yeah, there's video, but the video disappears after a certain amount of time. Like, damn, okay, well, I need someone to go and see that video of the hotel, make sure she's good. So she went and um, what's that service where you can um, hire someone like to clean? Uh, oh man, I'm blanking. Uh, oh, yeah, like a... A, like a maid or like a yeah it, yeah um man i can't think of uh i'll think of it i don't want to hold up the story but basically so she's finding all these cool ways of using technology to track her mom because obviously uh the law enforcement there like the fbi they can't really do anything because they don't have uh jurisdiction to actually go in there and really investigate and so she uh, hires some, it's like a snag a job or something like that. Like just, uh, hey, you can hire me for the hour. Ends up finding a guy who's like, you know, she kind of tells him a story. They kind of like, all right, cool, I'll help you out. Mm -hmm. And it's just a whirlwind, man. I'm saying all this to say, watch it because there's so many questions. Like at one point, okay, like it's the, it's the boyfriend. The boyfriend is, something's up with him. And you know, I don't want to give any spoilers because this is this is kind of like um, like Knives Out, but oh, so it's a mystery like that. Oh, but it's okay. just it's just her, the protagonist, June Stormreed, who did an amazing job of like just the technology, the computers, the Google. Because I, me personally, I wouldn't have a clue. Like I'll Google. And you know, track the location services, and that's kind of it. I'm kind of tapped. Yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing else I could do. But she was smart and like well aware of like, okay, what other things can I do? Okay, uh, what's the um, obviously the language barrier? Okay, cool, I can translate. Okay, uh, let me hire someone in that area to kind of you know run some errands for me that can kind of ask people what's going on. All the while I'm on um, I'm on FaceTime with the person and with my friends and with the FBI. It's just an amazing, cool mystery that you won't see the twist until that, to the point where you might find some things out about the mom where you're like... I remember the trailer yeah. of that, yeah. So the mom is kind of hiding stuff from the daughter that she never knew. I mean, it's, mm. it's really good. It's really, really good. I'm trying not to spoil it because I feel like I'm going to get, I'm like maybe another few minutes, I'm going to start spoiling. So highly recommend it. It's on Netflix right now. Number one trending on Netflix. So back-to-back, uh, -back, man, fire from, uh, well, one fire, the other, eh, you know what I'm saying? But this yeah. one, though, uh, if I were to rate this out of 10, I would give this a solid 8.
Like this is a really, really good film. Really, really good. Um, I was captivated. Like a lot of mystery films and stuff don't really, I can kind of figure it out. But this one, I was like, whoa. Where's it on again? Netflix. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, man. Just I know. got a cough of the twenty dollars a month. Uh, <laughs> this is how they're getting us, man. <laughs> this is how they're gonna get us. This is how they're gonna get us. But yes, I if you have Netflix, man, yo, check it out. It's really, really good. Nia Long, Storm Reed, uh, everybody in the film, man, killed. And you could tell, you know, they made it for cheap because it's just, you know, a person at the computer. And they're just going and going through the different screens and stuff. And it's just really good. Really good. So there we go. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, you played Zelda. I played Zelda. <laughs> I played so much Zelda. Oh, my God. I ain't mad, man. And, Zelda's taking over the world, man. And, okay, so uh, to, to paint you guys a picture. So I've been playing this game for most of, like, whenever I have, like, some free time. And a huge part of this has just been... My fiance and I are both very tired. Uh, we haven't really had the the mental bandwidth to really like invest in a new TV show or yeah. like watch a new movie at I get this it. time. Yeah, I'm and pretty. and she's just been like, I mean, I just want to watch you play Zelda. It's very it's very chill. So, right, right. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, and it is honestly, it is such a fun game. Um, so this is a sequel to the, um, the Zelda title Breath of the Wild that came out a couple of years back, um, and very much a, a sequel, like very much like it's the same gameplay mechanics. It's the same style where it's like, once you get to like, once you get past the tutorial in the game, you could just go wherever you want in the other uh, land. Mm. And what happens after that is in entirely up to you like yeah. you basically just make up your own story right uh, to the point that like the even like the story itself with how the the game is supposed to play out uh it's very like non-linear it's very all over the place like mm. there's uh certain temples like big you know traditional zelda temples that you have to like beat and complete mm -hmm. but but there's also like uh, memories that you have to find that actually reveal like what's going on in the uh, in the story because mm. the, the game opens up with uh, Link and Zelda exploring the the under catacombs of Hyrule Castle. Uh, they start to discover secrets of like the the origins of uh, Hyrule, at least this version of Hyrule, where uh, like this uh, ancient species called the Zonai were a huge part of establishing uh, Hyrule. Yeah. And then when they're down there, they find a mummified corpse. Oh, my God. And that corpse is being held by, like, this other mummified arm mm -hmm. that's just an arm of, like, this green spiral energy coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, and then when they get close enough to it, it dispels, uh, the arm falls off, and then the freaking mummy comes alive. And uh, that's Ganondorf. <laughs> that's, that's the bad guy. What? Uh, and... Um, he dispenses this evil curse upon the land mm -hmm, that uh, mm -hmm. it's called gloom in the game. Yeah. Um, and then like raises Hyrule Castle and a bunch of like other lands throughout Hyrule, like up into the sky. Mm. Uh, Zelda falls, but then disappears into a ray of light. So she's gone. And uh, Link gets infected with the gloom on his arm. So it not only shatters the master sword, yeah. uh, but it like just completely ruins his arm. Oh. 
Oh my god! And then so yeah, you're already at a point of like it, it does a great job of like ensuring the game. You mm. have like all the hearts you can possibly get. You have the master sword. You have uh like the the highest stamina. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the game just like rips that all away from you. And it's uh. like, I oh you gotta get all that back now, buddy. <laughs> you think that that's going to be enough to defeat the forces of darkness this time? No, sir. Uh. Uh, but yeah, this game is doing a great job of like just expanding so much of the lore of mm. what the first game set up like like in the first game uh there's the the calamity ganon like this right. evil curse and like ganon is not really like a, a person in that game okay He's just yeah, yeah, yeah. An, an evil entity that's like just consuming hyrule castle and is being contained by zelda in inside of the castle but like bits of him have leaked out into other areas right um but this it like sort of shows the origins of like how did that happen because mm. ganon's never acted like that in the past that's never been so he's always like taken on like a physical form this yeah. shows you his physical form ah. and how he became that, that calamitous being interesting um, okay it, yeah it also like there's the whole zonai thing which is like this whole race of like i call them dragon bunnies <laughs> they're, <laughs> like literally they're like these reptilian but they also have like these big long fluffy ears yeah uh and you meet like the first king of Hyrule in, mm -hmm. in this game. Yes. Yeah. God, now you're going to have me talk about the Zelda timeline, and I'm not ready for that. No, kind of thing. We're not going to have that much time. We're going to keep it short. The point of it is uh, the game's really fun. There's some really great mechanics with it, uh, like mm -hmm. stuff that they do in the in this game with like the new powers that you get uh, and how they play into it. The puzzles that you have to solve using those powers are great. Yeah, uh, they have this new ability that allows you to fuse like literally anything mm -hmm. to either of your weapons. Uh, which is really great because all of the weapons in the game break so easily. Mm. Like all of them are super, super fragile. So okay, like yeah. with the old Zelda game, like or with Breath of the Wild, you pick up a weapon. It probably lasts you for like a good while, depending on what kind of weapon it was. Mm. But eventually, it would break. With these weapons. All of them are like super fragile. All of them break easily, but the game encourages you to fuse the weapon with like some other item to not only make its durability last longer, but that also increases its attack strength too. Mm. So like it makes your makes everything makes uh, everything better. better. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. It really is just like this awesome, innovative game. And if nothing else, it's been so much fun torturing Koroks because mm. you can do that. They have this, this whole side quest thing where like there are Koroks that are like on their backs with this huge backpack on them being like, oh, I need to reach my friend, but I can't. They're all the way over there and I'm all the way over here. And my right. legs won't carry me anymore. So the thing is you have to like use one of your powers to attach them to uh, like uh, the back of a cart or what have you some sort of device and safely transport them to where the friend is mm. and many sociopaths out there myself included have decided to crucify them instead Dang. or uh launch them through catapults send them into space yeah uh, it's been a it's been a, it's real been a fun time it's been a I, yeah, time. I can tell i can tell man. is yeah and also let's not forget the uh the giant uh, penis mechs that people have been creating. In this oh game. wow! See now, <laughs> like, look, you can do so much. Now we so getting into now we're getting into the nitty gritty. See, this is why this is why this game's been selling out everywhere. I see what's game going on. Of the year, ten out of ten giant phallic uh, robots that you can control. <laughs> 
Gundam wow. ain't got nothing. Damn, man. Oh, man. Wait, well, hey, look, man. The secret's out now, okay? I see now. I was wondering, man. I was like, dang, man. I mean, I, I know Zelda's popular, but, man, I've it's been quite some time that I've seen a game, like, really just stop the world, like, where everyone's yeah. buying. I'm like, I swear to you, whenever, like, I will walk and I would see or I would just, you know, Water cooler conversations, man. Zelda is the number one thing people are talking about, at least in the crowds that I'm, I frequent. And it's like, man, you know, like I just, it's been a while since I've seen a game just really do this. Like, even when Breath of the Wild came out, like, I just feel like it wasn't, maybe, maybe it's because all of this is happening now, you know, but I just feel like this is the most I've seen of a game in quite some time. Yeah. Like, so this is big, though, man. Yo, shout out to Zelda, man, you know, and, Nintendo, it's it's something about Nintendo. Look, all these new consoles, you know, PlayStation, Xbox. It's just like at the end of the day, though, Nintendo's still Nintendo. Nintendo man. is still Nintendo. <laughs> it's Nintendo, yep. man. It, they them. They are them. All right. They know what they're doing, and they got the IPs, and obviously, uh, it's doing really well. And I'm also waiting for the announcement of the uh, Zelda theme park. You know, I mean, oh yeah, for sure. Super Nintendo yeah. World. I know it's coming to Orlando soon. I know in um, in California it's already open. But uh, yeah, now I'm waiting for it. I know it's going to be big. Oh, man. Awesome, man. All right. Well, uh, I know you're still playing the game, but so far, game of the year, you say? Uh, you know, it does feel kind of disingenuous to give it game of the year okay. just yet. Game of also, the six months. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> game of for sure. half the year. How about <laughs> game of the, the second quarter. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, all right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps up another great issue of the Comic Section Podcast. You know how we do it. And uh, and as always, Roger, where could the good people find you to talk more about Zelda and all that good stuff? In the land of Hyrule. No. <laughs> Y'all can find me at flash.photography.cause. That's for my personal slash cosplay page. Uh, and you can also follow my meme-tacular page at Always Sunny in Watchmen. That's on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, flash.photography.claws at uh, fla Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. There we go. Love it. Love it as always, man. And make sure you follow friends of the show. Of course, man, make sure you follow Lil CO at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. They're hard at work coming out with some new cutouts. So make sure you give them a follow. Also, man, follow our good friend to the show, man, Aunt Lucha Vandross on Instagram and Twitter, man. Make sure you follow them and uh, show them some good love, some good energy. Also, our producer extraordinaire, Reggie C. Make sure you follow him at Sonic Embassies and also Pop Culture Icons, which get ready because uh, their first episode of The Flash will be out in, uh, I think, June oh, 1st, hello. I think. And I, I know you... Uh, I was on that episode. Yeah, so yeah, You want to hear me talk about reasons why I love The Flash? There Definitely we go. watch that there we go. listen to it. Yeah, man, because I'm telling y'all, man, hey... Rigel and Reggie are the biggest Flash fans I know. So I'm definitely, I cannot wait to tune in to this, man. Two of the Flashes. 
Is is that a is that a thing? No flashes. Yeah, that sounds kind of weird. No, that actually is the thing. That there's, is there's the flashes. Always been, the flashes. Yeah. Okay. That's, All right. That's there's always been like multiple versions of the flash. At yeah. Given was, point in time. So I was thinking yeah. of the wording, like the flashes, like oh y'all two flashes over the there. Flash family. Oh, uh, the Flash family. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Flash right. family. <laughs> so make sure y'all get be on the lookout for that episode. We're definitely going to be talking about it here, man. I definitely can't wait to check it out and talk about it. And also make sure. Uh, who, oh, Comic Book John. Boom. Make yep. sure you follow Comic Book John on Facebook and uh, IG at Comic Book John and also his comic, uh, Bright Light Comics. Yeah, so uh, make sure you give him a follow because that, that brother's intellect on everything as far as <laughs> especially marvel my god oh yeah jesus this thing. <laughs> so make sure you follow comic book john and all that good stuff and follow yours truly j rock the mic on facebook and ig no twitter at j r o c d a m i c and like i always say make sure you follow the comic section podcast on facebook instagram twitter tiktok if you don't stop Ooh. yeah and also the comic section network.com again that's the comic section network.com and while you're there make sure you hit up our merch tab so you can check out all the fire merch from our partners the exotic enclave speaking of uh be on the lookout for some uh something cool coming oh because uh, you know there's another uh movie that's coming very very soon that we're all super excited to see uh i'll just leave that Okay. Uh, I won't. I won't say anything else because right. uh, uh, y- y'all got to see a little, a little preview. You know what I'm saying? When I, when oh yeah, I, I know what you're. Yeah. I know. What, I'm picking up what you're saying. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, yeah, man. So uh, why you there yet? Uh, use promo code Best Fans Ever to save yourself ten percent off on all the merch in the comic section merch store. Also, too, uh, make sure you subscribe to us on the uh, commentsectionnetwork.com because that way you could catch. Uh, some of our blogs because uh, we if you become a fan on our website you'll get some uh, some blogs for the episodes and all that good stuff so make sure you do that again that's thecomicsectionnetwork.com subscribe and uh, so that way you can get some cool blogs coming from us and uh, and I think that's it there all we right. have it I boom like it. Mm-hmm. I like it like it man and uh, as always guys thank you so much for tuning in every week for the past four and a half years man we're inching closer and closer to uh hitting that year five milestone and 300 episodes man we're right on the cusp man we're just a couple of months away and it'll be here before you know it because lord knows from episode one i didn't think we would get to 50 and then 100 and now over 200 and 300 is literally a few months away yeah. so uh thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you for telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and even people you don't like, but you're like, you know what? I don't like you, but I think you deserve to hear some good podcast content talking about nerds. Deserve that in your life, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something. There you go. Yeah, do some good. <laughs> so have a treat before I condemn you to hell. Oh, yeah. Sworn enemy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, see, that's always good, man. You just give someone you don't like a gift. And it's like, you know what? I can't stand you, but what? Listen. Yeah. Listen all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I've been your host, Jason, alongside my co-host. Gradually. And we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network.